All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds. I'm joined by Keith Hernandez. We're here for another baseball pod. We're recording right in the middle of Sunday Night Baseball. Me and Keith got to hang out a little bit today in person, which was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually threw him like a 60-yard touchdown. I know, not relevant to what we're here (laughs) for, but gosh, got to throw it in there. So, Keith, how you doing? (laughs) I'm great. I had a great, great day throwing the football around with you, so... Yeah, Can't wait to talk some baseball now. It, it was pretty good, right, and we get to talk some baseball. <laughs> is right. Actually, this morning, one of our friends, shout out Alex West, right here, was like, "Yeah, you guys just want to like spontaneously go to the Met game today?" And Joe goes, "Yeah, if you want to fly to Tampa, sure." Like, <laughs> 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 so that's kind of how our day started this oh, morning. Uh, but we got some good topics for you guys, right? Uh, our pool host is now on a team. Couple yep. of Seattle Mariners prospects made their debuts. One of them is unfortunate for Met fans. Um, and a couple other things. Fantasy Nuggets, obviously, our Beat the Streak little segment, which was pretty popular last week. So that's kind of what we got going on. Uh, but before we start, we're going to need you to go to BeakBrands.com. Check out the website. Written content, podcasts, articles, etc., etc. That's where you can find my waiver wire column if you are into that which a lot of people on Twitter apparently are into that. So good job, Fantasy Twitter over there. Uh, Number two, follow Beak Brands on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Once again, you can see our content there. And that's where you can interact with me and Keith. I know we discussed this last week. Keith has different handles for everything, but generally Keith Hernandez, two Zs on the IG there. I'm Mm -hmm. at Tim Ferdinand. Um, Number three is if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. We've slowed down on the subscribers. It's very unfortunate. Subscribe to the channel. Share with your friends. And if you're a Spotify or an Apple person, rate, review, follow, subscribe. You know the deal. All right, help us out. And like me and Keith have said numerous times, we take requests. So like I said, if we ignore your team and you would like us to stop ignoring your team, just let us know. We'll get you in here. So Keith, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. I was born ready. Let's do this thing. So I guess we'll start with the Hall of Famer, because even though we have some mm-hmm. young gun topics here, I guess we'll give Albert Pujols some respect. Released by the Angels before last week's podcast, we kind of trolled him thinking no one would pick him up. Or if they did, it would be like, you know, some random team like the Rays or the A's that like do weird stuff. Turns out it's the Dodgers, because apparently they need a 40-something-year-old pinch hitter who can't run or play defense anymore. <laughs> Um, so which one was more confusing? The Dodgers signing Albert Pujols or Pujols signing with the Dodgers? Um, I would say Pujols signing with the Dodgers just because yeah. it was like weird. Um, I guess the, the Dodge, I've read that the Dodgers actually needed some, you know, right-handed bench help because apparently the right-handed bench players have been awful this year. Um, and Pools is still fairly productive. He's actually above league average against lefties since 2018. Even this year, he's been above league average. I think his OPS against lefties is like 860 or something like that, which is still pretty decent. Um, I saw a, a ridiculous stat on Twitter. It was like since 20 to start of 2019, um, uh, like weighted runs created plus for Pujols against lefties was 106, and weighted runs created plus for Mookie Betts against lefties was 102. 
so that's that i didn't know that yeah. look at that uh, and so for people who don't know like weighted runs created plus like the average like league average is 100 so both of them are like very slightly above league average but it's still weird that like Pujols is a better hitter against lefties than Betts has been since 2019. Barely. It's like very but marginal. Still, but still, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, Keith spends a lot of time on Twitter <laughs> over there, so you find some good yeah. stuff. It's uh, random MLB stats. I think this guy's name is on uh, have to follow on Twitter that too. Along yeah, it's a huge, huge shout out right there. He's he's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I doubt he's like Meek Phil, but he should be pretty oh good. <laughs> 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 oh, I love he's gonna get like an influx of followers one day and be like why are all these people following me that's gonna be name <laughs> yeah. drop them on here all the time um also that error account you told me to follow is hilarious oh, it's amazing e3 it's amazing e6 <laughs> who was it matten on philly right that's what he plays oh for. he was terrible yeah, yeah. He, he they had he had all they, the eye black on right? and the account was like <laughs> yeah i error for too much eye black the next day he made two more errors and they just commented like no eye black but still can't field two more errors i'm just like yeah this, this guy whoever runs as a cast is savage too but back to albert pools um yeah i thought it was more surprising for the dodgers mm-hmm. because like what are you gonna do with this guy i thought like pools yeah. was a shoe-in for an american league team like you know dh mm-hmm. pinch hit like what are they? I don't. What are they gonna do with him? He's not gonna play. Yeah, uh, I guess it it makes sense for Pujols too, just because he doesn't have to move. He's already in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, he's already there. He's already there. He's just gonna drive an extra twenty minutes to get to the stadium. It doesn't really matter. I was um, watching MLB Network before, and they were mm-hmm. saying how like with Seager hurt, they're gonna like slide everyone over a spot, and Muncy's gonna play yeah. second, and Pujols might be first. I'm like that'd be. I'm like, you have like 45 top prospects. None of them can stand at first base and catch the ball. Like, <laughs> I think, I think if they end up starting him every day instead of just using him as a like a right-handed bat against lefty pitchers, he's gonna be designated for assignment by like the end of June. <laughs> like, dude, he's gonna hit like 160 and be like, I can't take this anymore, and they're gonna cut him again. I just love how you're so fast to DFA everyone. Like a couple of weeks ago, you were like, the Yankees are going to DFA Corey Kluber, and then he's been good since then. So maybe yeah, that's like well, the reverse Keith curse. Maybe Pujols exactly. will bat like 300 until Cody Bellinger comes back or something. Exactly. Yeah, listen, need. I hope he does because he has to boost his average back to 300 because it's like a shame that it's below 300 now. I would, I would love for him to just – randomly just hitting like 450 yeah. over get like, like two scor- yeah. get like scorching hot for like two months and mm-hmm. bat like over well over 400 and it's like prime I'm, albert Pujols came back to play yeah i'm I'm sure someone has the numbers on how many hits it would take for him to get back to uh 300 oh 100 i think i think his war dipped under 102 his like total career war career war yeah yeah which is kind of sad it is kind of sad, even though I hate that stat, but yeah. 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 Um, so listen, for me, I think the Pujols thing overall is just joining the Dodgers to bring Chase, because uh, I don't understand why else you would go there, aside from, I guess, you live there already, and you're making $30 million mm-hmm. to do nothing, so. Um, but, I mean, but he's got what? Two rings, right? Or three? Two. Uh, is it two? I think it's two. 2006 and the last, whatever, 2011, the last yeah. year he was there. Yeah. So, Makes sense if he wants to try to win another ring. I mean, Dodgers, 
would they would make the playoffs. They would they would be the last wild card team. Barely. Yeah, but they're gonna get in. At, they're gonna, they're get, gonna in. get in. Yeah. Because you know the, the wheels on the San Francisco train will or trolley, I should say, because you know they have a little trolley yeah. going through San Francisco. <laughs> there you go, wheels kid. on that trolley will fall off eventually. Uh, I mean, their pitching's been great, but still, I mean, how do you, how are you going to compete in that division? No, like I said, eventually they're going to fall off. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get to some young guys here. Oh, so, yeah. Jared Kalenic, which apparently his name is pronounced Kelnick. Like, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, all right. I've never heard anyone call him that until like two days ago. So I guess yep. now he's in the big leagues. We have to pronounce his name right. So, okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jared Kelnick. That worked. Um, Made his debut for the Mariners. The first day was nice for Mets fans. He didn't do much. And then he mm-hmm. went out here in the second day and had like three extra base hits, including a home run. Uh, he also happens to wear number 10. If you know me at all, you know anyone who wears number 10 is automatically a boss. And there's two exceptions to this rule. Mitch Trubisky, all right, <laughs> and Eli Manning. And Eli Manning's got two rings, okay? So you really can't be that bad if you wear number 10. <laughs> it's an ongoing joke that we have. Uh, but in all seriousness, what did you think about him? And what did you think about uh, the other Mariners prospect who made his debut this week, Logan Gilbert? Yeah, Gilbert Gilbert was solid. I think he threw like four and a third innings uh, against the Indians. Yeah, he was okay uh, as far as start. He was he yeah. was okay. I mean, it, uh, pitchers, I feel like, is a little more of like an adjustment depending yeah. on what it is. Especially if you're being held to like a pitch count of like 80 pitches. You're not going to go that deep. You're going to pitch like four innings max, like exactly what he did. Uh, Kalenic? He just looks like a tank up there. He looks like Juan Soto. Like, it's, don't say it's that. just. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Don't say that. But when he <laughs> when he steps in the box, it looked, it looked exactly the same. Um, you know, he he crushed all three extra base hits he had on that Friday night game. Yeah, I, I think, think it was Friday night. Yeah. yeah, Friday that Friday night game, he crushed them all. Um, and he he looked so comfortable and confident up there. And then the next, I mean, Saturday he went out there and was over five or three strikeouts. Took another 0 for 5 against Bieber today. Didn't strike out today, though. Um, but it it's not going to be one of those, like, come up and start mashing homers every single second. And it looked like it was going to be like that after a second yeah, game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it's been four games. So, like, it's gonna it's definitely going to be an adjustment period for him, too. Um, but, I mean, he looks confident and comfortable up there. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said last week... For Mets fans, our only hope is that this guy turns out to be just, like, good and not, like, yeah. amazing. Like, Justin Upton is supposed to save the Diamondbacks, and he just has been, like, under the radar, like, just good his whole career. But they thought he was going to be, like, the first, you know, Mike Trout, and he wasn't. That's what we mm-hmm. need. That's what we need right there. Like, just be yeah, Justin Upton. Would... Hit, like, three, 350 to 400 career home runs. No one will ever talk about you because you were never, like, mm-hmm. Babe Ruth good. Like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Exactly. And of course, it comes on a day where the Mets are out here doing what I hate, which is pitching Edwin Diaz in a game they're down by like seven runs in. Like I can't stand. Yeah, it. well, at, at least he didn't blow the save that day. Imagine if he blown the save. The same and then day. came out oh, there and hit and went three for five. <laughs> that would have been so bad. That would have been. I so would have cried. But I actually liked what Gilbert did because he's got like four pretty decent pitches. I know he didn't like mm-hmm. do that well, but like. He's. They got some good stuff. They have a lot of young guys. He like, only gave up a handful of runs too. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Like JP Crawford's finally up. I mean, well, he's been up. Yeah. But, like he's been there. You he, got Kyle Lewis, who is the first pick in the draft. You got Kyle yep. Nick. You got Gilbert. 
You got Mitch Hanniger, who is not young anymore, but, like, they stole him from Arizona. Like, that was a great mm-hmm. trade for them. Like, they have dudes. Yeah. Like, Dylan, Dylan Moore is another guy who's, like, supposed to be solid. He's hitting, like, 140. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, at the same time, offense, offense around the league has been down. I know. So, a guy a guy like him who should be hitting, like, 260, 270, and, like, out there stealing 30-plus bags is struggling to get on base. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I wonder if those dead balls are starting to get into effect, <laughs> but, uh, um, do you think the Mariners are going to turn into like the Blue Jays, like 2.0, where they just got like mad young talent, like everywhere? Yeah. Cause they still got another outfielder who's yeah. like 20, who's like, he, he's, I think he's two spots higher in the rankings than, uh, Kellenic. Um, I forgot his name. It's not Jason Dominguez. That's the that's the Yankees guy. Yeah, we, um, we can check the pipeline there. Yeah, we'll we'll check the pipeline. I kind of like where the Mariners are going, especially in the American mm-hmm. League West, where like eventually the Astros, like those guys are getting older, they're gonna fall off a little bit. The A's, I mean, they just I don't know how they do it every year, but okay. The Angels, they're yeah. still bad, <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Um, who's the other team in that division? Astros, A's, Angels, Mariners. There's someone I'm forgetting. Uh, I'm having, a, I'm having like a big brain Texas. fart right now. Oh, Texas. yeah, they suck too. So that's <laughs> what I mean. So like they got no competition aside from Oakland. That's exactly. How, that's how irrelevant Texas is. I completely forgot they were a major league team. Um, <laughs> Six-game losing streak. I don't blame you. Uh, no, I know. David Daldo hit a home run before yeah yesterday. he's hitting like two he's hitting like 211 yeah he's not doing too well but he, had a, he did hit a homer today um i mean that whole team is just like nick solak um Adol- the, goat, the goat adolis garcia yeah where did that guy off. come from no idea no idea i thought i saw a lot of uh like yahoo hit pieces like fantasy hit pieces about him saying like uh he's not the real deal if you picked him up like he's gonna fall off a cliff if you didn't pick him up yet it's too late because he's not gonna play well anymore which i don't think will happen because i yeah. he looks legit so this is even another guy too so um it's like a second baseman uh garcia is like uh, a keel badu where it's like where did you come from and why are you good yeah, yeah exactly. it's like very strange <laughs> um but yeah so i like talking about the blue jays right vlad guerrero is finally having his breakout season this year. Yep. He must have known I own him in fantasy baseball and every <laughs> league I play in. So let's give you some stats real quick on Vlad Guerrero here. So 308 batting average, 27 runs, 10 homers, 28 RBIs, and a stolen base. He's got an OPS over 1,000, and he's drawn the fifth most walks in baseball. So what can you has is has the Vlad we've been waiting for finally arrived? Do you think, and he's here to stay? Yep. Yeah, nobody knows how to pitch to him. He's Not like, right now. Anything, they don't. In, yeah. anything in the strike zone, he's mashing. Fastballs, breaking balls doesn't really matter. You throw him something in the zone, he's just crushing it. And the fit drawing the fifth most walks shows you he's not chasing either. Yeah, that was so a problem like, for him. He was he was chasing mm, a lot. He was chasing everything, and that's why he was hitting like 240 before. He wasn't getting on base at all. Yeah. Um. That's why. That's why I thought I that that plate discipline hasn't been hadn't been shown yet, and that's why I thought he was going to be another 
guy who's going to hit 230 again like he has been, but hit like 25, 30 homers. Yeah. He's proving me wrong. He's going to go out there and hit 330, win an MVP, and hit like 45-plus bombs. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. Cause he, <laughs> he's actually on pace to do that. So like, that yeah. would be very impressive. At For the Blue Jays, I think that's huge for them. Because, like, Bichette's been getting all the hype, and Bichette's obviously still really good. But, like, mm-hmm. if Vlad turns into what he was supposed to turn into, and then Bichette's your two, and some combination of, like, Teoscar Hernandez, Grichik, Simeon, and Biggio take turns being your three through five or whatever, like, in terms of good players, Robbie Ray suddenly knows how to throw strikes and is not walking exactly. everyone on the planet. Like, all right. Steven Matz has been half decent. Yeah, like... that's a lot for him. Yeah, that's a lot for him. He's terrible. <laughs> Especially that guy. after he's he's being he was great for the first four starts, and he then was. he remembered who he was yeah. and <laughs> came back down. But I mean, for him, him and Robbie Ray both pitching around the four ERA and going six innings plus every game. That's all is they need. All they need. Yeah. All they need. As I say we said um, in our previews they're just built around scoring a lot of runs. Exactly. And that's why I took him to win the American League East <laughs> as my sleeper pick. But yeah, well, listen, if Boston they're... ever decides to like stop being amazing, I actually have a chance at that. Yeah, well, Boston's another team we talked about that was being yeah. that was just revolving around hitting, and that offense has been insane between JD Martinez, Devers, uh, Bogarts, those those big three. Dahlbeck's starting to come around too. The guy who I think he led spring training in homers. He's got he hit the two homer game the other night. He's got four on the season now, which is, you know, not what you expect from a big power-hitting first baseman like him. It's just crazy where if you, take, if you take the Blue Jays guys, the Red Sox guys, the Yankees guys, and the Rays guys, if you take all of their best players, aside from, like, Garrett Cole, everyone's a hitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's like insane. It's insane. <laughs> that uh, That entire division is just pure offense it's it's crazy i mean uh, the yankees have cole and chapman but like yep other than That's that it. it's just hitting everywhere i, I mean glasnow yeah so like, glasnow's good too i like yeah him. he was my alc um, young pick so that's that's right <laughs> and he was he was throwing a perfect game against the mets i yeah. like i really thought going into that game i was like they're gonna get no hit <laughs> by glasnow and it looked like it was going to happen, and they woke up, and then they ended up blowing the game anyway. But yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the week, um, at the beginning of the week, the Blue Jays were in fourth place, I believe, and shot up all the way up to second right now. Well, like we said before we started recording, that division is tight. Yeah. From top to bottom. Yep. Even the Orioles are uh, giving the Yankees, like, all they can handle this weekend. Yeah. yeah They're competitive. I mean, they, Orioles put up ten runs against them this tonight or today, yeah. this morning, this afternoon, whatever. So that was the first time they've done that against the Yankees in like three and a half years or something yeah. like that. Keep in mind they play each other like eighteen times a season. So <laughs> Yeah, and every every time they play each other, Glaber Torres hits decides to be good and it's like he's out on the COVID list. Yep. He's, yeah, so judge yeah, that, plays. That that whole COVID situation with the Yankees is crazy. I know. That's, <laughs> but I mean, uh I think the the Padres are another team that's all my stuff. I mean, there's a lot of injuries going around the league, and it's reminded me about like the NBA and stuff. It's like if if you look at the NBA with with their extended, it was a shortened season in terms of games, but the amount of times they played for, like the with the with the break in between and the bubble, they played. I think the season was almost like 
10 months they had a lot months, less like time that. to recover yes yeah they had yeah. no time to recover even though baseball had a full their full time to recover they only played 60 games last year um now you're seeing you're seeing pitchers for the most part their arms are super rested because they barely threw last year where mo- coming into the season most people were scared like oh they didn't throw a lot last year that means they're gonna get tired quick this year which really hasn't been the case so that might On come back side, to bite them in the, at the end might of the season. Back, yeah. yeah. Well, we it, that's it's a long season, so you, we got to wait and see. But hitters all over the league, a lot of stuff you can't avoid. You know, getting hit in the wrist, getting hit in the hand when you're up there hitting. But just a lot of hamstring pulls, a lot of quad yeah, pulls, a like lot of calf pulls. Stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. I know. I, listen, speaking of soft tissue things, our little last topic here before we give you some fantasy nuggets and some stuff for Beat the Streak. Uh, Mike Soroka having exploratory surgery on his Achilles. I actually missed this yeah. during the week because, like, I've been running around like a my chicken without a head. Um, mm. But I just saw before we started recording, this is not good for the Braves or him. And I'll tell you why. So, obviously, he's their best pitcher, uh, and they needed him back. And we actually thought going into it that he was going to be back. Like, obviously, yeah, this he, is before he the threw, season. He threw, he threw spring training. Yeah, we thought he was ready to go. Uh, yeah. Now the fact that they don't know what's wrong with him after he had like a setback or discomfort, like this could be something that like Achilles is something you want to mess with because it's not like ACLs. Like if you're a football fan, like guy tears his ACL, like yeah, we'll see him next year, he'll be fine. Like Achilles, not good for any sport because like it really limits your explosiveness. Now yeah, he's a pitcher, so he doesn't have to like run or anything. But still, that's his driving leg. That's his driving leg. That's what I was gonna say. I know. So he that could come back to. And he's not a hard thrower to begin with. No. So that could come back to bite him. Um, if he's out for an extended period of time, do you think the Braves are going to have to make a trade for a pitcher? 100%. Okay. Um, I mean, they had Cole Hamels last year, but he when they had him, he, by the time the season started, he got hurt, and he threw like two innings at the end of the season. Um, I don't know if they're going to have to make a trade, if they're, if they're going to go look at the free agent market first and try to pick someone up. But right now, the National League East, there are three teams that are just riddled with injuries. It's the Mets, the, the Phillies, and the Braves. They all have about, like, 10 to 15 injuries each, like, of, like, main players. Um, I'm not going to go through each and every one because it's a very, very long <laughs> list. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, it'll be all day. Um, so I think that's going to be an interesting st- series starting um, tomorrow with the Mets and the Braves. Uh, Phillies, Phillies just got got washed by the blue jays they were dead that they look terrible out there um, the blue jays have been doing that to everyone everyone yeah every, i mean and they're only three games above 500 or whatever i know or i think maybe five now but still like they yeah they have been they just go out there and just crush the ball against everyone um but yeah that that mets brace here is gonna be is gonna be scary to watch especially since <laughs> atlanta started to come around with the bats yeah. Um. If you want to, like, the Braves have scored 187 runs so far. The Mets have scored 119. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. It's going to be – I mean, they got Tyron Walker going out there tomorrow. But then you throw out David Peterson. And, God, I'd never want to see Joey Lucchese's face in the major leagues again. <laughs> 
It's funny how we get hate oh. Steven Mask got rid of him and like, I oh, know. I wish we had Steven Mask back. Yeah. so bad. Uh, but yeah, and besides besides those three teams that are hurt, the Nationals are not good, and the Marlins are not good. They're kind of sneaky. Um, but without, I think without six though, without Starling Marte, they're not good. So, I agree. But it is time for us to move on to our fantasy segment here. Yep. Uh, but before we do that, since we're talking about people that have been bad, just something to monitor for next week's podcast episode. Luis Castillo has been dreadful for the Reds. Yep. He's got a 7-7-1 ERA and a whip close to two. So I just wanted to mention that. That's, me and Keith will monitor that for next uh, next week's pod. Shout out Saquon Smith right there because Castillo is giving me and him agita every time he pitches. This guy's been horrendous. Um, but just throwing that out there. So, Keith, we're going to play Who's yep. Your Randy. So who's your random fantasy waiver ad this week? By the way, Randy Rosarania crushed a couple of home runs this week, which is awesome. So who's your yep. random guy that you're adding and why are you picking him up? Uh, I'm gonna go with Cardinals outfielder Tyler O'Neill. So you know he's a he's a solid outfielder, but he's hitting for a good amount of power this year. He's got eight home runs, only three doubles, but you know who cares? Slugging percentage of 520. On base, he's not he's not an on base guy. He's he's one of the you know three true outcome guys where he's just gonna hit a home run or strike out. Um. Like if you look at his last five games, uh, against Milwaukee, one for three with a homer and a strikeout. Then next game, 0 for four with three strikeouts. Then next game, two for four with a homer. Um, then he went one for three, and today he's one for two, uh, Sunday night baseball. But yeah, I mean, 21 first, uh, 21st ranked outfielder, um, from what I see right here. So I mean, if if you guys have guys that are either dead with hamstring injuries. Because there's a lot of those going around the league, uh, especially in the outfield. Or you have got if you're still holding on to Tommy Fan for some reason, who's hitting like 180 still. Uh, it's time to make a switch. It's time to make a switch, and obviously I fully agree because I wrote about Mr. O'Neill here two weeks ago, so mm-hmm. he's a little ahead on the curve there, but that's okay. That's what I get paid the big bucks for, quote unquote. Uh, all right, so my guy is going to be Robbie Grossman. So if you can't find O'Neal and you need potentially another fill-in in your utility spot or somewhere else on your team, uh, Robbie Grossman can do that. He's batting 381 over his past seven games. OPS well over 1,000. Uh, he's got a home run in the past week. Two triples, so he offers a little bit of speed. So if you play categories and triples as a category, you might want to scoop this guy up because he does offer speed. Uh, and he also has seven stolen bases on the year. So he could help you in a variety of different categories right now. So I would ride him while he's hot. Uh, Obviously, the lineup around him is not great. (laughs) But that's okay because he's kind of producing by himself right now. So between me and Keith, those are two solid options to help you out kind of at the end of your roster. Guys that are just hot right now between Tyler O'Neill and Robbie Grossman. Oh, yeah. So, Keith, what's your series of the week now that we got our two fantasy nuggets out of the way? So, this might be a little bit of a surprising one, but uh, Giants and Reds are looking kind of exciting to me. It's, uh, I mean, Giants are in first place in mid-May. I don't think a lot of people saw that at all. No. Um, it's kind of like, like the Red Sox being in first place. And Giants pitching has been a, 
an insane surprise. Alex Wood has been ridiculous. Cueto's been solid. Um, hasn't been as good as coming since he's come back from that ladder injury. But um, Kevin Gosman and, and Anthony Scafani have been pitching to an ERA of about like two point five. Um, Scafani's been good. It's, it's, yeah, both both of them really really good. So that'll be fun to see that good pitching go up against that insane Reds offense four game series starting Monday. So that'll be good to watch. Yeah. And we can watch Luis Castillo, who I highlighted before and totally forgot you took yep. the series. So there we go. Yep. That works out. Let's see let's see what day he's pitching. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. All right, yeah. there we go. I know, because he's on my fantasy team. He's going to put up negative points in my other league again. Castillo <laughs> against DiScafani. That's going to be... Ah, X-Red. Anthony DiScafani. X-Red. forgot about that. Um, okay, my series. I like your series. I was, I was thinking about picking that, but you had first pick. Uh, I'm going to take Ray's Jays. And if you listen to me, yeah. Keith, every week, you're probably like, yo, this dude is obsessed with the Blue Jays. I am. I am. All right? I love watching them play because all they do is crank home runs. And like I've said before, if I'm going to watch a team that's not the Mets, I can't be in this two-to-one snooze fest. All right? I'm going to need some action. So, <laughs> And the Rays and Jays are both obviously really good teams, top to bottom. And they're built, like, very differently. So every time yeah. I get to see something like that, I always like to tune in. Because you really get to see, like, two completely different baseball philosophies. I'm a big strategy guy. Uh, so that's what I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, that, that's going to be an exciting series, too. Um, and that's also another another division. That's so that's a great division matchup where, I mean, the first place is within two games. Um, that's that's a weekend series, right? So maybe yeah. there's a chance the division could be a little spread out by then. The, the chance they could all be tied for first place come Friday when it's, that the, uh, that series starts. Um, so I don't, that's that'll be a good a lot point. Watch. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Good point, Keith. That's why we have you around here. Here we go. All right. So my beat the streak pick for Monday, May 17th, is Mitch Hanniger against Casey Mize. He has never faced Casey Mize in his career, but I can tell you exactly why I took him. One, I love Mitch Hanniger. Two, Mitch Hanniger is... Like, a pretty good hitter overall. He's been good so far this year. Three, Casey Mize has been terrible. And four, the Tigers as a team are terrible. So even if Casey Mize walks him the first five times he gets up there, he'll still have a chance to hit off that terrible bullpen, aside from Gregory Soto, who's good. So that's what I'm going with, Mitch Hanniger, because I can't just say Nick Castellanos every single day. So Mitch Hanniger it is. The solid pick. Um (laughs) I'm going to go with Justin Turner against Mazzie Bumgarner tomorrow. He's owned them. He hits like 320 against them. Sure, he's got a bunch of extra base hits. I didn't really look too far into what kind of hits they were. All, all we need is a knock. Hit. Yep. All we need is <laughs> a hit. I don't care if it hits off of Bumgarner's like, left quad and rolls into <laughs> the first base dugout. A hit's a hit. <laughs> a hit's a hit. Um, bonus pick, though. Xander Bogarts. <laughs> <laughs> against Steven Matz. <laughs> on Thursday, you said, On right? Thursday, yeah. yeah on <laughs> Thursday. But, uh, but that that just reminded me that the, the Blue Jays and Red Sox, I think it's a four-game series starting tomorrow. I agree, yes. Oh, I mean, if the Blue Jays sweep that, they they're, need to they're sweep that. First, they need to sweep that because they've been tied for first place. And that'd be completely flipped to the division. That'd be insane. That would be insane. And just for the record, people, 
Me and Keith both hit on our beat the street picks last week. So yeah. right now, like we're looking hot. We're looking hot. It's only been one week, but we both took two guys just for fun last week, and but all four guys got a hit. So yeah. we're looking good. So we will monitor Mitch good. Hanniger, Justin Turner, and Xander Bogarts this week. Um, you're probably like, well, Tim only gave one this week, and Keith kind of gave two. Well, yeah, listen. You take Nick Castellanos every day. It doesn't matter who. <laughs> unless it's like Jacob DeGrom, you take Nick Castellanos every day. This guy's a machine. Uh, but in all honesty, if you just take anyone on the Reds, because like their whole offense is good right now, except for like yeah. two people. Like even Senzel is out here, like pretending he's good again. Like just take anyone on the Reds, and you should be in good shape. You're fine. They 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 have like ten hits every single game. It's it's incredible. So one it's incredible. one of them is gonna be bound to be the guy you pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what me and Keith got for today. We will be back next week. Uh, but quick oh, yeah. reminders: one, subscribe to the channel. Two, Spotify and Apple people, rate, review, follow, subscribe, etc. Share with your friends. Check out the website beakbrands.com. Go on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow at Beak Brands. You can communicate with me and Keith. I am at Tim Ferdinand. He's at Keith Hernandez with two Zs on Instagram. We are more than happy to interact with you. So that's kind of what we got. Um, but until then, I guess we'll be back sometime next week, Keith. Yes, sir. Yes, sir is right. Thank you.